I'm trying to debate. I mean, clearly decanting will be something that will happen, uh, you know, with the wine. But my question will be is, what am I going to do to eat? Because I need to figure out what I need to stress eat for game five tonight. Wing. The deciding game five between two of the biggest rivalries in all of uh, biggest rivals, pardon me, in all of sports. Like, where do we go from here? Like, what do I eat? Like, you know, do I go something, you know, for the air fryer, right? Mm-hmm. Do I try to do something there? Do I make something on the grill? Do I order out and just not worry about it at all? I, I mean, there's a lot of different ways I can go here in regards to stress eating. I, I think I may just do like some burgers on the grill and just stress eat that way. Throw some onion rings and fries in the air fryer and call it a night. Well, you should make that decision now, George Sedano. I mean, like make the decision and get that out of the way. Is it, is it me or is everybody else like jumping out of their skin already? You know, like I love playoff games. If an NFL playoff game is on a Sunday and it's the Monday previous, I start getting nervous about that stuff on that day. And then as the week goes on, I'm like, I got it. I can't get there fast enough. And we've got right now about two hours and nine minutes, you know, about 209, two hours and nine minutes until this game is going to go. And I don't know about everybody else, but I've just got this nervous vibration that's going on inside of my body right now. I actually thought about having an unsweetened iced tea, which is just jam-packed with caffeine. I don't know about you, George. I don't need it, man. I am energized. I'm ready. By the way, if you're a sports fan tonight, oh, my God. Lakers are playing. Thursday night football is happening. And the Giants and the Dodgers for all the marbles. Let's get it on. Yeah, and the Kings season opener tonight. As oh, well. yeah, forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Kings. Yeah. Busy, busy day in L.A. Now, here's the thing. To make that even more, you know, the day's already stressful enough, right, just from a fandom standpoint. But then Dave Roberts goes yeah. out there and makes this crazy move where we were all sitting here like I was preparing to do a show about Julio Urias versus Logan Webb, and I'm like, man, you got these two guys under 25. They're just incredible on the mound, and – you know, Urias can make history tonight, uh, passing Madison Bumgarner with the most postseason wins uh, before the age of 25, which would make it even sweeter if they beat the Giants because, you know, nobody here likes Mad Bum. Um, so, like, I was preparing for all that. And then Dave Roberts throws this wrench in all of this. And by the way, it's actually a hell of a wrench because I was not prepared for it. I feel like the audience was not prepared for it. I feel like the entire reaction in Southern California in the baseball world was WT. F. Right. Washington football team. Is that what we're talking about? No, no. TF, not FT. Oh, got it. Might be. So look, I'm with you. I was completely prepared. I had I had gone through and done this these stats. I was like, I want to just see what the head-to-head is. Postseason matchup for this year. Urias want to know. Webb want to know. Urias' ERA 1.80. For Webb, his ERA 0.0. For Urias, five strikeouts for Webb, 10. I mean, I was going through and doing all of these notes thinking this is going to be such an incredible classic matchup. And then from out of nowhere, the Dodgers send this tweet. And I was like, I actually had to look at it, George. Like, is this really the Dodgers? Like, is this is somebody joking around here? And it was. And and now the story has progressed as the afternoon has gone on. So let me let me throw this question at you. Your initial response was what? And your current thought process about this move is what? Um, if it works, he's a freaking genius. If it doesn't, it's a complete disaster. There's really no in between. And by the way, Davis talked about that. 
Dave has already said you can't do the job um, living in fear or of failure or potential criticism. And right. I will give Dave all the credit in the world because that is the way you should do any job. You shouldn't do it with any fear in it. You should do it fearless. Well, let, let's just start off with this. This is not a Dave Roberts decision, meaning it's not exclusively a Dave Roberts decision. This seems to be, especially in organizations, and the Dodgers are certainly one of them, where they're analytic-driven. This is an organizational decision. And based on the way Dave tells the story today, it's not just Dave and Andrew Friedman powwowing and saying, hey, what should we do here? It's everybody. It's the front office. It's the two pitchers that we're talking about. I mean, this is... At first glance, you think, wow, Dave Roberts, this is a, this is a strange and yet bold move at the same time. But then you, you do realize, when I say you, I mean everybody, this is not one man making a decision. This is an organizational decision. So if it works, organizationally, genius move. If it doesn't, say this, we can't put it on one guy. That's all I'm saying. You just can't put it all on Dave Roberts if it doesn't work out. Uh, no, no, for sure. But he's going to take the brunt of it because he's the manager. Like, that's just the way this thing works. I do get that it is an organizational decision. No one, Everyone who has been following this team knows that that's generally the case. Not to say that Dave can't pull the strings in-game because, of course, that's the reality of what his job is. He's got to make those decisions after the starters are, are basically inserted. I mean, most of that is based on his decision-making. However, um, here's the deal with Corey Knebel, okay? So... He's good. Like, let's just start there, right? Like, he hasn't given up an earned run since, you know, since early September, like about a month or so. Um, and he's done this whole opener thing where he pitches a couple of innings before. And Urias has been good taking the reins mid-game, right? Or early on in the game where he doesn't start. His worst inning is in the first inning. So, now... Does that translate to him starting in the second or third inning? Is that still technically kind of him pitching his first inning and struggling? I don't know. Maybe they must have the numbers to show that that isn't the case. But my guess is that they felt stronger with him on the road, not starting the game because the first inning has been a bit, you know, a little tough for him, maybe a little too amped up or whatever. They get Corey to go and then boom. After a couple innings, he gets through the lineup with all those righties in there. Then they bring in Udias. Udias gets to settle in against some lefties, and they're good to go. All right, so let me just back up here for one second. My initial reaction, George, was I hate the move. Of course you do. I, I hate it. And that was my initial reaction. But remember, I'm a guy who all season long has told you I'm a Dave Roberts supporter. So when everybody was saying you should not play Cody Bellinger, I was saying, no, you continue to play him. When people were saying Kenley Jansen is washed up, I was saying, no, you continue to give him the ball. Those two moves in particular, which I supported Dave Roberts in, in doing those moves, th those have paid off. Okay, I mean, Kenley Jansen still may make you nervous, but he's been really good. And Bellinger has, has started to produce with his bat. My first reaction was, I hate the move. But let me explain why. Because I think when you get to this point in the season, righties, lefties, matchups, numbers, etc., who's your best guy? And give the ball to your best guy, and you win with him or you lose with him. But you've come this far with him, so give him the ball. That was my initial reaction. I didn't love it when I first heard it. 
I actually called Adrian Gonzalez, the former Dodger first baseman. I said, what do you think about well, wait, this wait, move? Wait, wait, wait. Did you drop something you got to pick up there? Wait a second. Say it again. Did you drop something you got to pick up there? Did I drop something I need to pick up there? Yeah, name dropper. Yeah, bro. You don't get it? Name drop. Yeah, Carry but on. I, yeah, but I didn't get it at all. What? No, now, please, no, though. Inform me, though. You dropped a you name. You said that you called Adrian Gonzalez. That's right. It's a name drop. God, you know what name yeah, dropping is? Yeah, but when you said, did you drop something you need to pick up there, that completely went it's over my joke. head. It's a joke. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Forget wow. it. It's a joke. That's how you say it by when the way, you name drop. Do you drop? By the way. I mean, we've done this a few times on the show. By the way, let me tell you something. It's a funny joke, and I'm going to use it. No, it's not funny on. anymore. That's it. The time has passed. It's over. Go ahead. Tell us about your conversation with Adrian Gonzalez. So I call Adrian Sorry. Gonzalez, and I go, I go, Adrian, go tell me something here. I go, what, what do you make of this move? And yeah, I name dropped. I'm picking it up right now. Um, and he said to me, he goes, I don't like it. And I said, why not? And he said, because when you're a pitcher and your mindset is, I'm going to start I'm going through all of my pregame rituals. I'm eating whatever I'm eating. I've got all my superstitions. I'm long tossing before the game. He's not going to be able to do those things. And Urias, who has done this before, where he's come out of the bullpen, he hasn't done it all season. This is the first time this year that he will do this. Now, it's not the first time this year that Canabel will start a game, but it's the first time Urias will come out of the bullpen this year. And I thought, okay, name dropper Adrian said, yeah, that, that's why I don't really like it. And, and he also said, I don't like the analytics side of it. You know, you got to go with your gut. So my initial reaction, guys, was I don't like the move. But no. as the day has gone on, and I've read a bunch of the analysis, and, and I've seen the, the lineup and why they're trying to do it and what it might do later in the game to the Giants bench, I thought, you know, this is a pretty smart-sounding move. If it works, obviously genius. If it doesn't work, we all know the story. But, yeah, the I last did miss time, that. The last it. time Udias uh, came out of the bullpen was Game 6, World Series, when they won. Worked out pretty Just well saying. that day. It yeah. did. It did. It yeah. did, but he, but he hasn't done it this year. So it made me nervous. Like, why do this? Why not just have confidence in your guys and just put the best team out on the field, put your best pitcher on the mound, and just say, guys, we, we've ridden together this far. We win together. We lose together. This is the best shot we got, so this is what we're doing. But they're playing a game of chess. Were you surprised that Dave Roberts would send a text to the Giants telling them, hey, this is what we're doing. We're not starting. Orias. We're going to start. We're going to start elsewhere. We're going to start with Canable. Are you so, surprised by that? So I was surprised, but I love every second of it. I love that he's that confident in just screwing with their heads that he's willing to text Dave Kapler, like straight up, like, hey, here's what I'm going to do. Have fun with that. I love it. That's like the heel of heel moves. I didn't realize that Dave Roberts had heel in him. Like, Lindsay, you're a wrestling fan. I would imagine that this was something that took you by surprise, but you also probably smiled from ear to ear because it is very much in line with something you'd see in the WWE. Totally. I get it. And it also probably had Gabe Kepler thinking, is he really or is he just saying that to Correct. me? Correct. So I like the move. I would imagine Laura uh, is, uh, is probably not thrilled with the move. I was not. It's grown on me, but I was upset. You know, I had a routine today. I felt like I knew what was going to happen in my head. And now it's kind of deviated. But the end result will still be a win. So we're good. Yeah, it, it, we'll see. 
Um, I will be stress eating today. Anyone else? What else? Same, Anyone same. else stress eating? I started eating today? already. Yeah, wings. me too. <laughs> the yard house. I started like an hour ago. You had wings. That was your stress eating thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still have some left. I didn't eat all of them, but yeah, that's yeah. what I will be stress eating throughout yeah. the night. My wife says these... there'll be burgers in the house today. Um, no. so that that is what we're doing: burgers and mm-hmm. uh, fries and uh, onion rings in the air fryer. Nice. nice. I love the air fryer. I don't use it enough. It's it's an underutilized oh, appliance no, no, no. in my it, house. It, it gets used in this house at least a couple days a week. Yeah. I'm like as a matter of fact, Taco Tuesday uh, this week, we did uh, you know like frozen like uh, breaded cod. You know, mm-hmm. just throw it in the air fryer. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Does it make a smell when you when you cook fish in an air fryer? Is it, is it does it? I mean, a little, smell? but not a ton. I mean, yeah. it's it's frozen f- fish though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's not. You know what I've been eating all day, and I got to stop seriously. Like I actually just consciously said to myself, "Dude, enough, stop." Um, these little milk chocolate. Reese's peanut butter cups. But I mean little. I'm talking like little teeny tiny ones, like the size of a dime, you know? So it must be one of these things that my daughter got at the store where you scoop them in and then you put them in a plastic bag and then you get to the checkout line. You're like, oh my God, it's that expensive because you didn't weigh it before you brought it up to the to the cash register, you know? Um, I've been sitting here and munching on these little milk chocolate. I'm mentioning milk because milk is different than dark. Dark, I could actually try and convince myself it's not so bad. Milk chocolate peanut butter cups the size of dimes i'm going crazy i've eaten like 500 of them okay that sounds healthy no it's not healthy it's terrible yeah Uh, all right what are you stress eating today uh what is the meal today for game five in what one dodger great says is the biggest game in the history of this rivalry we'll tell you who said that in just a moment plus what the other start what the starting pitcher on the other side does to get ready for the game it's going to blow you away we'll tell you about what logan webb has up his sleeve in just a moment stick around we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there but if you book a room at la quinta by wyndham you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods fruit eggs yogurt and waffles and really Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at (laughs) LQ.com. It really is easy. One app, one tap, as they like to say. Yeah, you got it, homeboy. Don't get it twisted. Yo. Yeah. One app, one tap, man. Aren't Aren't you familiar with the commercial? I'm familiar with the Chunky Soup commercial with Sean McVay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least somebody is around here. Mm-hmm. So the <sighs> hockey is going on. Kings are opening tonight at Staples. It's going to be fun. At hockey season is here. I think it's going to be cool. I'm actually, you know, as we talked about yet the other day, like I'm more into hockey than I've ever been. At least I'm paying attention for the first time in a long time in the regular season. Right, so. right. That, right. When you say I'm more into hockey than I've ever been before, that is to say that I actually know it's hockey season because it's on ESPN now. So that yeah. would qualify as I'm more into hockey than ever before. Right. I know that the season has started, and right. I know that there are games being played. Yes. Right. No disrespect right. to hockey. It's just no, it's it just that you know it's been invisible when it's been on NBC Sports Network for all these years. You know, just yeah. nobody even knew it was around except. But like going live to a Kings game is always fun. Um, so I, I will, uh, I will try to get to some more games this year. Um. Once that makes itself, uh, you know, a little easier on my schedule at the moment. But mm-hmm. uh, 
nonetheless, speaking of games scheduled, game five tonight, biggest moment in this rivalry, according to one Vin Scully. And if Vin Scully proclaims it, it's true. There's really well, no other way to debate this. I mean, That's let's face it. it. I mean, we can all like try and read up on, on this series yeah. or on this rivalry in history books, but Vin has been alive and practically calling games the entire time these two teams have been going toe-to-toe. So I'm going to go with Vin Scully here, and I'm going to yield to when he says it's the biggest game in the history of the rivalry, I'm all in. I'm with Vin. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would agree with that. I am curious to see how people feel, though, about this Dave Roberts thing. 877-710-ESPN. Obviously, Urias is not going to start. Corey's going to start. Um, and, and what are you stress eating today? That's what I need to know. <laughs> so let's go to Joe in Claremont. Joe, what's up? What's up, man? I just wanted to say I think uh, well, I love Dave Roberts' move, and I love the text, and I think you guys need to give him a little bit more credit for maybe he's not the only one making the decisions, but if none of these decisions are his idea, then I feel like our GM would have got rid of him by now. I know he's taken a lot of heat throughout the last four, five, six years, whatever. A lot of people don't like Dave Roberts, but I think he's doing a good job and he must be coming up with some of these ideas if, if they haven't got rid of him yet. The other thing, um, Julio, I mean, we just saw Walker Bueller go on three days rest. We keep mentioning Julio hasn't came out of the bullpen all, all year. Well, Julio hasn't started on three days rest all year either. Well, but he's on full we just rest. just saw I Walker Bueller today. do it. What's that? I thought Julio Diaz is on full rest today. I don't think so. No, Walker okay. Bueller went on short rest, and that means Julio has to be on short rest too. Well, let me give you. Let me. I'll, I'll do the the homework here real quick. I, I'm he, I'm not positive that's the case, but keep going. No, uh, what I was going to say, and I mean, we saw Walker Bueller get kind of banged up in the fifth inning. If we can get Canable to go one inning, and then get Julio to go four, and get us through the fifth, and then to have our six, seven, eight, nine guys, or even if he gets us through the sixth, even better. And then you could just go through Star, Canable, or. Uh, uh, our big white guy, Trent Trinan, and then <laughs> Blake Trinan. Yes, our big white and guy. Yes. And by the that's way, that's how I always uh, describe him. I'm like, who's the Julio big white guy? Julio is on on five days rest. Yeah, because the last game he, he pitched is? was the nine-two game win. two against the Giants. Yeah, yeah. that was the nine-two win. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. So that's why people, I think, are more freaked out about it. Um, but listen, I'm with you. I do love the Dave, and thank you for the call. I do love the Dave text. I think the text part is the best part. Like, if they win. And this, they pull this off. You're gonna remember this as the Dave Roberts text game. Is that not the case? Yeah, I think you're right. I think. Listen again. There's there's initial thought when you hear about Knebel versus Urias, and then there's what you think later in the day. When I first heard that Dave Roberts texted Gabe Kapler, I was like, Why would he do that? Like That's if, awesome. If, I loved right. it. Like if, I if, love if, it. If you're if you're trying to do something to be a chess maneuver, yeah. why are you telling the opponent what it is that you're doing? And, and as the day has gone on, I'm like, oh, you know what? He's, he's getting into his head because he now Kapler has to decide, am I going to react to what Roberts is doing or am I going to do the opposite? I'm just going to stick with what I was going with, regardless of righty-lefty matchups here. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, um, it's a, it, it is a it's mental smart. It's head smart. Game. They, they get through all the right-handed guys, and then eventually they turn the reins over to Udias. Let's go to Michael in L.A. Michael, what are you stress-eating? Um, currently, I'm eating a bean cheese burrito and fries to get myself through the, through the day before indulging in some more fries later. I'm a potato <laughs> man. 
And um, <laughs> I are you to eating? Are you eating the fries in the burrito or the fries on the side? <laughs> no, I'm eating them separate. <laughs> it. It's just a bean cheese burrito with fries on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I prefer it that I way as well. I I don't want to put fries in my burrito. I feel like that's desecrating the burrito. Well, depends though. Like if you're having a California burrito with carne asada and guacamole and cheese, you know the fries just sort of naturally fit right in. Yeah. And I, I wanted to say one more thing. Um, I think um, when um, Cap missed the joke that Lindsay said was worse than Mason missing the joke about the commercial. Oh, come on. No way, man. Wow. No way was that worse. Come on. Really? I mean, it was, was pretty it? bad. It de- it definitely stunted the show in the same way. Um, so he is he is absolutely right about that. Like, Michael, thank you for the call. He is right. Like, you literally, the show was rolling. You put it to a screeching halt. Like, so Lindsay in this case is Sean McVeigh, and you were Steve Mason. Fair point, but I must say, just the same way Mason had never seen the Chunky Soup commercial that McVeigh referenced, I've never really heard that phrase before. When Get somebody out of here, off. we've no. said it on this yes. show. Never have heard it. And never I have said it. it. That's that's a lie. Why? I have no, said it to you. Not a lie. Yes, not I a have lie. said. I've said it to you. Mm. I don't know, man. Many times, know. and no. they, you've literally been like, "What? What? You dropped the name? Oh yeah." <laughs> That's yeah, that's get. literally how you did it. Yeah, that's exactly what Laura just did is how you reacted to <laughs> I it. Did. I was like, oh, yeah, I did. I dropped the name. Hey, yeah. Hey. yeah, there you go. You just reenacted it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Well, that's two reenactments in the same yeah. matter of seconds. I don't so. know, man. Like, look, I don't think it's as bad because Lindsay's not Sean McVeigh. No offense to Lindsay. We love Lindsay. But, you know, Sean McVeigh, like being a weekly guest is a bigger deal because he's only on once a week than you kind of messing like missing Lindsay's joke was on every day. Uh, with us here so I think that while I would disagree with Michael on the premise of it being bigger than Mason's I will say it had a similar effect Lindsay is that fair yeah so I was just screening calls just now when um Cap said that he doesn't remember that ever happening I feel like you just did that like a week and a half ago yeah well I don't remember anybody saying that phrase before now give me the phrase one more time if somebody drops a name hey you dropped that you gotta pick that up who are who is he talking about oh you were trying to drop um a name or you did drop a name and then shortly thereafter you did it with or you tried to do it with the candle box singer and then you yeah. right joke that was about the day yes. yes the candle box and you thing. were like yes. no no it doesn't work with the candle box singer i think you did it with van pelt with alex van pelt from the browns i don't know later. but I, but the difference yeah. between what what happened with mason yesterday was this here's the differentiation oh here we go yeah. hold on hold on yeah. hold on hold on hold on i'm getting ready for this hold on i'm gonna yeah. put my feet up on this one hold yeah on. go ahead all right, hold on. I'll lean back in the, in the office chair. All right, All right here, feet are here's up. the difference. You Go comfy? Ahead. You good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the differentiation. The difference is McVeigh was in the middle of talking, and he w- and he dropped the chunky soup thing, and it went over everybody's head, okay? Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, was on a roll. Blah, 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 blah. So you see, the difference is, is that McVeigh was talking, and, and Mace was listening, I was in the middle of being on a roll when Lindsay jumped right in, and it was just so fast. Wait, what do you mean? What are you buzzing you me for? That's precisely what happened. You weren't really on a roll. You were literally just saying, well, I talked to Adrian. I called up Adrian Gonzalez. So you haven't <laughs> even made your point yet. No, I was making. I was on a roll that earlier in the day, my first thought was, oh, my God, I'm going to get rid of that buzzer. Good God, it annoys the I'm hell out of me. I'm not pressing it. Just the so buzzer and the, and the bell, the two sound effects, the only the two that we use sky. around here. But serious, I'm going to plug in my instant replay machine and battle your sound effects, Laura. I was on a roll. <laughs> there it is. I was on a roll 
that in the early part of the day, I didn't love the decision, so I had to call somebody that I consider a baseball expert to get uh-huh. some opinion about it. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I dropped the name, but right. I didn't pick it up. Right, right. And Laura, you, you brought up a, the point in my ear. It all started because I mentioned A-Rod mm-hmm. a couple of days last week. When he was um, on TV with you. so Right. Around when we were home, talking right? about, it was two weeks ago, right, yeah. where he was on TV with me, mm-hmm. and then you dropped the name, and, and then you tried to drop a name back, and I said, oh, do you want to pick that one up? And you know, and then oh, okay. he—that's when it was all it was said. A whole okay. conversation right. about name. We, yeah, we did, happened. and it started with me. Yes, oh. it started with me, and we were talking about A Rod and J Lo, and then you asked me the question about, and I—I I said I may or may not have hung out with them a couple of times. Well, you know what? Your A Rod is my a- Adrian Gonzalez, so I'm, I dropped it, and and that's the deal. And I, I'll pick it up, but again, I was in the middle of a roll, and then. Lindsay okay. brought it in. We'll, and we'll ask the audience. How yeah. about this? 877-710-ESPN. Which one was worse? Mason missing the Sean McVay joke or, uh, I was going to say Ireland, or Cap missing the joke that Lindsay uh, put on him here real quickly about the, you know dropping the name. 877-710-ESPN. Let me sneak in David in Palm Springs. David wants to talk about the move first, but while I have you, did you hear Steve Mason on with Sean McVay? Um, I heard you guys go over that before, but I don't know if I grasped the whole thing. Then, then don't worry about it. Um, Just tell us what you wanted about the Dodgers then. <laughs> it's okay. Someone else will, will, will take up that okay. role. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. You know what? I am i don't mind the move, um, not starting Urias. I'm starting to like it more and more, um, although everyone who likes it won't really know <laughs> if we don't get out of the first you know, inning or two before Urias comes in, you know, with no run scored. So that'll really tell me if I like it. But I think there is an in-between because we're talking about, you know, it being a genius move or a disaster move. But look, if they get through the first couple innings and then Urias comes in and he doesn't really give much up and then the bullpen gives the game up, you can't really blame it on that move. Or maybe even if Urias has a late runner, so it really wouldn't matter when he came Oh, no, in. listen, listen. I, I, I think that, you know, and, and thank you for the call, David. Appreciate it. I would say this before we move on here, because I do want to take the calls on this because the board is lighting up at 877-710-ESPN. Who's missing of the joke was worse, Mason with McVeigh or Cap with Lindsay? 877-710-ESPN. Also, give us your thoughts on Dave Roberts with this pitching change and what are you stress eating today? But – um, I would just add, look, I'm a believer in you do what the math says. Okay. Um, I believe that when it comes to gambling, I believe that when it comes to sports, right? Like you play the percentages and if the percentages say to do this, even though it's unconventional, let's roll eight, seven, 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 10 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing your relationships, your skills, your customer base? How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Caught up is a good jam. Laura, you don't like Usher, though. I love Usher. Because you had a personal experience. Yeah, until he dissed me, and then, yeah, we're not cool. Yeah. So, I get it. I can, it's fine. I, I, if you have a personal experience with someone, it's hard to separate the art from the artist at that point. So. I mean, I still listen to his stuff, but it's not like I'm going to be all, hey, hey, you know? Yeah. I kind of had it started having an issue with Usher when he went to that strip club last year and started making it rain with fake money. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't go with yeah. fake money. And then, the, and then, you know, all the strippers were upset about it, and then he was like, oh, well, no, I was letting them all trade it in for real money, and he tried to, like, cover his butt, but yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Crazy he dude. like a part owner of the Cavs at one point? Yeah, he was. And I remember I remember walk, walking in one time to like super empty arena like three hours before a game to cover a game once. And he was practicing the national anthem. And I, I went to like video it on my phone and he came over and like waved me off like, no, 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 you can't do that. And I was just like, oh, excuse me. Yeah, some of these guys. Wow, it sounds like uh, both uh, ladies of the show have an issue with Usher. Yeah. yeah, he's not as cool as he seems, I guess, right? Oh, oh hell no, he's go. not. <laughs> Story. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, phony Usher. Look at that. Who he knew? He is. He's hella phony. Hella phony. Not just phony. I mean, he I is... told the story on air. He's hella I know, phony. I know. You did. You did. You did. Yeah. Hey, George. I know we're gonna go to the phones and hear what uh, Dodger fans think about this move with, with Dave Roberts today, and, and... also who uh, was worse at missing the joke? You were Mason. Correct. Uh, but here's a here's a poll that's running on DodgerBlue.com. The question is, do you like Corey Knebel as the opener? The choices are yes, force the Giants' hands, let Julio Urias make a traditional start, or mixed feelings. Right now, 44% say yes, force the Giants' hands. 33% say let Julio Urias make his traditional start. And 22% say mixed feelings. So it seems like right now the majority of Dodger fans getting ready for this game an hour and a half from now, a majority of them so far say, yes, good move, force the Giants' hands. All right, let's go to Cynthia, who's on the 405, stuck in traffic. What's up, Cynthia? Hey, how are you guys doing? Yo, yo. Good, good. good. So first I wanted to weigh in on the um, Mason. I think your handling of the joke was worse. I mean, if you're going to have a coach on, I think you should know that he has such a commercial. Um, and then, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. We're oh, with you. Okay. I'm sure Scott is definitely with you. I am 100% with you right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to be clear, I think Mason's was way worse than mine. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, as far as this pitching situation, I think a lot of people are missing that. It doesn't really matter who's pitching for the Dodgers. Actually, Walker Buehler's actually given up more runs than any pitcher uh, that's been pitching so far. Uh, so it doesn't really matter who's pitching. I mean, obviously, I think everybody thought uh, Julio was going to get the start. But if the bats don't come alive, then, you know, it doesn't really matter who's on the mound. Uh, fair point. Yeah, I mean, the bats have gone have been very uh, hit or miss, uh, you know, pun intended there, Cynthia. Thank you for the call. Well, when you think about it, George, in the two games that the Giants have won in this series, they've both been shutouts. 
So they had a 4-0 win against the Dodgers and a 1-0 win against the Dodgers in the two games that the Dodgers have won, 9-2 and 7-2. So, yes, I think Cynthia is exactly right that hitting and offense and scoring is paramount. We can all sit here and try and analyze the pitching situation and the move, but hitting, scoring, important. Yeah, no doubt. Let's go to analysis uh, right there. Joel and Silmar. What's up, Joel? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I didn't hear the jokes, but uh, cats, if you put in the same category as Steve Mason, that is not good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to good. admit that you're right, but I mean, you are kind of right. I mean, I, I mean, even I have to admit it. You know, I mean, I've tried to talk my way out of yeah. it. It was me yapping, and Lindsey jumped in versus McVeigh talking, and Mason not being aware. You know, I'm trying to make a differentiation, but the fact of the matter is, I really can't avoid the fact that, yes, you're right. I mean, even just being lumped in this category is not good. Not good. Not good. But uh, back to the Dodgers. I think the Knable start is good, and here's why. Kapler is all about matchups. Lefty, righty, righty, lefty. So with the right-handed pitcher, get some left-handed hitters on there. Once Julio Diaz comes on, if he changes players, Later on in the game, it's going to be harder for him to make those double switches where the mm-hmm. Dodgers will have the advantage on possibly having the pitcher spot come up and get the outs. I don't know if you remember, but the last game, he only had one, one bench player left. So right. if we can knock out a couple of those bench players out early, I think the Dodgers have the upper hand. I yep. think Julio Diaz has came out of the bullpen before. He's not going to have an issue. And the fact that Lux, uh, Cody are on that lineup, I mean, we're going to see some action today. Well, that's a great point, Joel, and thank you, buddy. Joel and Silmar drops off. Um, if you force their hand to use some of those uh, right-handed bats early, then, yeah, they don't have as many guys that they can go to later, and it also helps Urias uh, when he definitely – because he will get into the game. There's just a matter of time um, before that happens. But it, it definitely is a smart move. And, I, again, I just love the troll job of just doing it uh, by texting them. That, to me, is the best part of all of this. Let's go to uh, Solomon in Lake Balboa. Solomon, how are you? Hey, I'm good, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, I'm 100% with the move as well. So far, thank God, knocking on wood here, Dave Roberts has, has pulled all the right levers. So I'm not going to abandon him now. So it's quirky. So what? It's game five. You know, you, you pull all the stops out and throw him a curve. It's fine. I, I think Dave Roberts, man, in that, that you know, kind of quiet manner of his, the, the machinery's going. You know what I'm saying? I put a lot of faith in him, and I think the Dodgers are going to pull it out uh, tonight. I think the bats are going to come alive. I don't think Webb is going to have as perfect a game as he had uh, in game one. So, yeah. go Dodgers. All right, you Solomon. Know, you know, George, when you, I, I think back to one game in particular this year. Do you remember the night – that the Dodgers were in San Diego, and it was like, a, was it a 16-inning game or an 18-inning game? Do you guys remember that marathon yeah, game? Yeah, it was a crazy like game that ended like 1 in the morning. Yeah, but yeah. you know what happened in that game is Dave Roberts showed off what kind of a, a thinking strategic manager he really is because he just managed brilliantly in all of the different moves that he was making to – to get to the Padres who were, you know, had a, a, a pitcher coming up and then they, they couldn't use the pitcher to hit, so they had to use a position player. But by, right. by the end of the night, they didn't really have anybody left. And so you wonder if this move will net that result that the Giants will be left late in the game unable to make the kind of moves they want to make simply because of the way the Dodgers started with pitching. That's yeah, super I, interesting. I, I think that's part of it. I think that is part of the logic for sure. Mike is in West Covina. Mike, what's up? 
Michael. Michael's gone. Uh, let's try Martin in downtown. Martin, what's up? Hey, George Sedano, how are you? I want to say thank you very much. Um, love your show. Thank Lindsay, uh, how can you have left Mason and Ireland? Well, that wasn't really your choice, but we understand. Um, go Dodgers. Um, I think Corey Knable is a great, great choice. Um, I, I'm um, very impressed yeah. by um, oh, George Roberts. Um, this thing's flaming out real quickly here. So let me ask you a question, Martin. Martin, yeah. uh, you're downtown, it says here, right? Where downtown are yeah. you? Yes. Um, I'm downtown, actually in downtown, uh, Spring Street and Broadway. Okay. It's, it's, it's are you like headed that. to the game? Oh, no, you can't because it's in San Francisco. Uh, right, my bad. Um, I wish. So, yeah, I was. Kings game? You that. headed to the Kings game at Staples Center? Is that why you're yeah. here? Yeah. I mean, have you had a few cocktails after work, is my question. Um, I am. Um, uh, I'm starving myself because I'm kind of a little, but instead I'm kind of. Um, so the opposite, opposite of stress eating. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm stressing with the tequila. Oh. Oh, I see. I see. Now this all makes sense. Makes but here, sense. here's the deal. We can all get through this together, Martin. I wouldn't, don't worry about it. Um, you know, listen, everything's going to be fine. Um, if you're stress eating with the tequila, hopefully you, you're, not, you're not driving right now, are you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm at home. Okay. Oh, you're home already. Okay, great. I, 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 I live in Los Angeles. Oh, you Angeles. live downtown. Live gotcha. Downtown. Okay, great. Well, here's the thing. You know, just sit back, relax. What kind of tequila are we talking about here? What have you What have you been partaking in? Cuervo. Um, that explains it. 100 años. Yeah. Um, We've got multiple kinds. John Julio. Okay. Mm. Listen, the sample. I like it. It, listen, all this will pay off in the end. Uh, at, you know, you'll have a great celebration after tonight. You'll be able to pop more of it. Uh, I would go with the Don Julio after the fact. Uh, but yeah, you know, whatever you need to get your nerves down, and you know, you're home already, so that's good. But just relax. Everything will be fine. Trust me. All right, you trust me? Absolutely, okay. George. I, I, um, I don't right, think that the Dodgers will lose, but. But if they, if if we lose, and I say we, as in Los Angeles, if we lose, then my phone will be off for a week, and oh it'll be heartbreaking. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you. Make, brother. Sure, Appreciate make sure you set your alarm tonight, dude. Set your alarm for about nine p.m. so that if you pass out, you'll still get about the last hour of the game. Because I think there'll yeah. be a lot of pitching changes. Yeah. A lot of different roster moves along yeah. the way. And, and, and yeah, I think it's going to be a four-hour game. Yeah, he's very nervous. I'm very nervous. extra hard for Martin. Yeah, hitting the tequila early. Yeah. And listen, right. it's 5 o'clock somewhere. That's what I always say. All right, speaking of which, uh, you want to you talk about a pregame routine. I'm going to tell you what Logan Webb does, and it's going to be like, what? Really? That's insane. We'll get to that coming up in just a second. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Rackham. Uh, it is Lakers ticket Thursday, and we're giving away sweet passes to see Lakers Warriors on opening night, which is next week, October 19th at Staples Center. We're going we're gonna to do a little trivia, and we're going to do it, uh, I would say, around 5.20. So make sure you're listening at 5.20 for your chance to win Lakers sweet tickets. All right, 5.20. We're going to do like a short radio tinder. Because we're going to do Radio Tinder. We're off today at 5.30 for the Laker game. So we're going to do a short Radio Tinder at around 5.15-ish or so. And then at around 5.20, we're going to go and uh, we're going to do a trivia. And it's going to be show trivia, so you're going to have to have listened uh, to what we've done today. And it could be something we talk about right now. Who knows? Uh, speaking of which, but make sure you're listening around 5.20 as we give away a chance to win Lakers sweet tickets against the Warriors on opening For opening night, night dude. I mean, sweet tickets for opening yeah. night, really? That's an amazing gift prize to win. Can we go? Can we go to the suite? I mean, yeah. I'm sure you could sure. if you wanted to. Yeah, if you I mean, really I think it's to. awesome. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. We could if you want to. It's possible. Uh, so, anywho, um, Logan Webb, the pitcher for the Giants who uh, broke Dodger fans' hearts in uh, game one, is, uh, is starting today, and he has a pregame ritual. That I was like, and you know, baseball, everybody's superstitious. They got crazy pregame rituals. But this one was a little excessive, I felt like. Now, granted, he's a young dude. He's only 24 years old. So I did a lot of stupid stuff when I was 24 years old. And perhaps a lot of excessive stuff when I was 24 years old. Hell, I mean, I'm 44 years old and I still do a lot of stupid excessive stuff. But much less than I did when I was 24 years old. So we have some audio when he was asked about his pregame ritual. Let me hear that here, Laura. On the days you don't start, do you drink Red Bulls? Oh yeah, okay. it's it's a it's a bad uh, it's a bad habit. But I was gonna say, yeah. worry about your. I'm not as bad as Belt though. Belt is the worst. How many does he drink? I don't know. He he'll have like pre workout. He was the other day. He was just drinking pre workout in like the seventh inning. I'm like, what are you doing? He just I like the caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes through three Red Bulls before every start once he arrives at the park he goes through three red bulls Uh, so i want to break it down here because i have the actual way he does it so apparently let me see um i can't ever remember drinking a red bull that wasn't in vodka in vegas seriously like i don't drink red bulls ever does everybody here anybody george i mean i haven't had a red bull in probably since When I worked with Karen Kay on the radio the last time, so that was probably like uh, 15 years ago. Tell <laughs> I you right used now. to beat me. I used yeah. to drink three of the big, the 16-ounce Red Bulls every morning. 
Come on. When three? I used to write oh. for Fox Sports, I would literally wake up every morning and I would get headaches if I didn't do it. I'd, I'd drive yeah. to the gas station and get my three Red Bulls, the big ones, not the little ones. That's crazy. And I then would you pound monsters. them? Uh, or- I would drink, like, the first two, I'd probably pound them. And, you know, I'd get a straw and just drink it real quick. And then the third one, I would sip on it. Wow. Oh, my God. So to here's me, what Logan like Webb does. Medicine. Ugh. One right before he gets to the field, when he gets mm-hmm. into the park. One before he starts stretching with the trainer. And then one as he finishes his warm-up pitches in the bullpen. So that's a very condensed amount of time. That's like two hours, less than two hours to have three Red Bulls. Doesn't sound that bad. Lindsay sounds way worse. I mean, that is pretty bad too, Lindsay. Yeah, I mean, I quit because I didn't want to have a heart attack. No well, right, there's move. that. You know, Smart yeah, move. and yeah, caffeine will give you too much caffeine in one sitting like that will give you can give you heart palpitations. I never have caffeine anymore. I don't either. I'm anti-caffeine for the most part. Yeah. Really? Anti-caffeine? A- a- occasionally. I don't think it's good for you, to be honest with you. Um, occasionally, maybe some tea. Like, if, if you know, or, or I, I only drink coffee when I have, like, I'm a bad Latino. I, I only drink coffee when I have, um, like, I have no sleep, right? And, like, I'm on a road trip doing a game and I got to just be up. And But generally, like, maybe less than a handful of times a year. But three Red Bulls in that stretch of time is pretty insane. So, but those little Red Bull cans versus the big Red Bull cans that Lindsay's talking about, I always get freaked out. Like when I see people just recreationally drinking like a rock star or a monster or yeah. something like that. I'm like, man, what are you doing? Those things are huge. Yeah, They are, they're gigantic. And yeah. so three Red Bulls, I, I can't even imagine. Again, I've never had a Red Bull where somebody's like, yo, you want a Red Bull? I'm like, no, the only time I've ever had a Red Bull is in vodka in a drink in Vegas late at night. Yeah, so never just on its own as a pick-me-up. No. If it Although makes I will you feel say, better, the ones I drank were sugar-free. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, a little better. <laughs> so it was just more caffeine is yes, basically exactly. what it was. I, did, um, I, I have used like a three-hour – is it what's called three-hour energy? What's, what's Five-hour five energy. Five-hour yeah, energy. Yeah, those shots. little shots. Yeah, yeah. I've had those before. Those are pretty good. Oh, I used to live off of those when I was drinking caffeine back in the day when I worked at Fox Sports Radio back in those days. They used to have them all there because it used to be the big sponsor. They have them all the time. Um, now, Laura, you used to pound Monster Energy all the time? When I was in high school, we used to stop at the 7-Eleven and grab them until they got banned from our school. They banned. They got banned? School. Yeah, because people were popping them and inhaling the little fume when you popped them. So, really? Yeah, so they started banning them. I mean, what does I that did, do? What happens when you I inhale the fume? It. I yeah. never did it. Like, I just, I would literally just drink the monster, but my friend, he would pop it for me and he would like inhale the little fume and then he'd like give me my drink. So this <laughs> faculty was like, yeah, we can't have this no more. So anything like monsters, rock stars, anything like that got canned from our school. We couldn't I wonder if, like, when you open it up and you inhale the, I don't know, whatever it is that comes out of it, is it like a whippet? You guys know about like whippets? Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe I that's what whippets. it's like. You know, yeah, I don't maybe. know. Um, let's go to Raul, who's listening on the app in Vegas. What's up, Raul? Hey, it's actually Saul. Oh, Saul. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing? All good, buddy. Hey, so I just wanted to check in in the, um, the Mason and Ireland when they were on with Sean McVay. And yeah. I actually think Caps was worse because... You guys had already been over it, the name dropping and the commercial. If you actually haven't seen the commercial, then obviously you weren't going to know what Sean McVay was talking about. That's an excellent point, Saul. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, listen, I got to yeah, admit, man, I mean, go, a little guilty there. But although I will say, I will try and defend myself just a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. I really didn't recall that exact phraseology of how did you say it, Lindsay? When I dropped the name, what did you? <laughs> what was your response? I said, "Hey, you got to pick something up. I think you dropped something." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't register with me. Yeah. Uh, bueno, so okay, thank you so Dodgers, much, man. Let's let's go Dodgers. Dodgers all the way. They're gonna take it tonight. And yeah, man, I, I thought I should have just gave the ball to Julio and let him do his thing. But let's go Dodgers. All right, Saul, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Mike in Los Alamitos. What's up, Mike? So let me get this straight. With everything on the line, the plan is to take the best and most, well, arguably best, but most successful 20-win starting pitcher and take his start away from him and give it to a guy that hasn't started any games all year. Is that the plan? Um, He did start some games, yeah. If, if this if this thing, I think it's, I think it's mostly a gimmick. I hope the Dodgers don't end up outsmarting themselves. If this was such a good idea, we should have done it all season, and we wouldn't have never had to play in the wild card game. I mean, well, look, they won 106 games, Mike. I appreciate the call. I mean, it, it's kind of unprecedented to play in the wild card game in that situation. It just happened to be bad luck, you know. This particular. But I'm season. glad. I'm actually glad, though. Mike said what he said because listen. There are opposing viewpoints out there, George. Oh, no, in other no. words, I'm not disputing that, but yeah. I'm just saying like that's not the reason they made the wild card. Come on. No, no, no. But but the fact of the matter is this. You've come this far. You had 106 wins in the regular season. You have 109 wins at this moment. By the way, the exact same number as the Giants because you played the one extra game. This has been your guy all year long. He's been statistically and from a win perspective, he's been the best pitcher on the Dodgers all year. Now, you get to game five, and it is gimmicky. I mean, there's no doubt it's gimmicky. I read something earlier where somebody said, well, would they ever do this to Walker Bueller? Would they ever do this to Max Scherzer? Probably not. But then again, those guys haven't pitched. But those guys haven't had bad first innings like Urias has had. Fair point. But what I'm saying is, is, but they also, they haven't gotten to this, which is game five. This is the elimination game. You know, so they're trying to do something. It's kind of like a football team comes out in the first kickoff, they onside kick it because they're trying to catch somebody by surprise. Yeah. It's kind of hard to surprise somebody when you're texting the other manager. No, I actually think doing. it's even better because you're making them overthink it. Yeah, and you might be, and 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 it might work out. But if it doesn't work out, yeah, it's, an it's going to be a, it's going to be a huge disaster. Yes, yep. yeah. But I mean, listen. I love the aggressiveness, okay? I love – go with what the, the percentages say. And if the percentages say Julio has not been great in the first inning, that's his worst inning, his on-base percentage against goes down tremendously after the first inning, okay? Second, third – I mean, by the time he gets to the middle of the, of the, of the game, his, the OPS against is like five-something. That is unbelievable, in, on on his part so I, I i think it's worth a shot all right listen we'll take more of your calls we only got two more segments to go because we're off early today for the laker game Eight seven 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 ten espn uh tell us whose flub was worse cap or mace what do you make of this dodgers move uh with the pitching and uh what are you stress eating today Eight seven 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 ten espn don't forget at 520 you're going to give you a chance to win lakers suite tickets for opening night against the warriors it'll be a show trivia question and we got Radio Tinder at 515. So we got a lot to cover here. One more segment of calls. Stick around. 710 ESPN.